Welcome to the Tom Castro Shooting Academy podcast. You have now entered the next level. Welcome to the Tom Castro Shooting Academy next level podcast. I have some special guests with me. I am going to have everybody introduce themselves. We're going to get into PCC Open Nationals 2023. So on my first of my list, let's go with the normal, usual guests that I usually have. The retired fireman. Well, I guess you're not a fireman anymore, but retired. <laughs> <laughs> introduce yourself sir i'm craig McElhaney. how you guys doing what an amazing introduction way to let them know who you are brother all right jason <laughs> uh J <laughs> how do i follow that right uh jason clark uh pcc shooter with team da vinci um yeah i mean i don't, I don't know how to follow craig so that's all you get. <laughs> Craig, Craig started <laughs> off with absolute fire. Just like he's lit it up with yeah. energy. It's amazing. But, I mean, showstopper. I'm, I'm going to call his wife and tell him to hit him in the back of the head and wake him up. He might've fallen asleep. We don't know it on the camera right now. So in, in, in my defense, I, I I've been up since 6 AM uh, doing calls <laughs> with Germany. So uh, oh, I had geez. an early start this morning. Okay, Corey, let him have it. Hi guys. I'm Corey Scheel. Uh, Shield manufacturing, roller delayed buffer system for PCC, and uh, falling steel World Series matches. Perfect timing. Uh, welcome, by the way. This is the first time you've been on the podcast. Jason, I think this is the second since yeah. uh, the last time we did one. We were work talking at uh, South Carolina sectional. And perfect timing for the late one, as usual, Miss Christina Baker. Say hello, Christina. <laughs> And she has that Fort Lauderdale internet going uh -huh. on already. <laughs> it's like choppy. I just turned it off. We're on. We're on the. We're on the cellular data now. All so right. you're you're costing me, Tom. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> How was your? So welcome, welcome. So everybody, Christina Baker. She's joined the, the joined the podcast for another run, and we're going to talk about uh, PCC Open Nationals. And you notice I switched that around to PCC, not Open versus PCC. Love it. That's so. Right. First things first, um, what'd you guys think of the match? Corey, go. Uh, I thought it was good. Um, it was a little more positional than last year. There wasn't as much shoot on the move, but last year was production PCC. So I think open PCC really makes a little more sense. And uh, I thought the stages were great. I completely disagree. I think it's a terrible idea to put open and PCC together because I don't get to shoot open. Um, <laughs> I have to make a decision and I think it sucks. And I'm just, I'm very mad. I no, I'm just kidding. That. I I'm would like to do both as well, but, but the stages made sense. Yeah. The, the, it definitely makes more sense to put dots with dots for sure. For yep. sure. So I just really don't like having to make that decision. That is, that is definitely the hardest part for me. Um, I was, pretty close to still switching to open just because i really enjoy pistol um i'm glad i i'm glad i stuck with the rifle uh, I, I mean really... it had to be easier than two years ago when you had carry optics and pcc uh no carry optics was pretty easy to pick <laughs> well, i know that's what i'm saying yeah but yeah yeah, yeah. I mean... yeah it was easier to pick yeah because i don't really have an open gun that i I would say that I like, so, um, I have kind of a Franken gun that I kind of have slammed a bunch of part. Well, I bought, you know, parts from everybody else and they put it, it was already put together when I got it. So yeah, it's not my, what um, was what was the last major you shot with open? Um, last year, I think I shot actually not quite Alabama. a bit. I took, Did you? I, okay. I went to Florida open won that took second place at area six, then went to what the hell did I do? Then I went to, I don't remember. I think that was it. Then I went to Alabama, got DQ'd <laughs> or I got DQ'd at Alabama and then went to area six and took second behind Casey. <laughs> um, and I, and then after that, I went to, uh, I think I switched over to carry optics for the rest of the year. And then I shot yeah. PCC last year at uh, PCC yep. nationals in 2022. And I think what were they doing? Shooting production. So it was an easy choice for me. I shot open last year. I think I took 23rd at, at nationals. Um, I would just, I would really like to have had some more time behind the open gun before I went to nationals last year. So that's why this year I was like, you know what? I, I am feeling way better with the rifle than I ever have with the, 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 uh, open gun. So I'm not going to switch three weeks before and try to get, you know, ready. So plus I had to switch my press around and do ammo. And I'm like, man, it's so much easier to just take 
my second press and turn it into the PCC MO <laughs> and just rock and roll. So the open is definitely another ball game of, of everything. So cost bullets ammo, uh, powder is absolutely ridiculous right now for open. So that that's kind of really pushing me away from that division. Just in general, the cost of powder for that has almost doubled, maybe tripled since the last time I remember. I mean, you're paying $350 for a four pound jug uh, or, or an eight pound jug of, of ammo or for powder for some of this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm good, but maybe it's better now. I don't, I just, I haven't bought powder in a while. So I haven't bought powder in like two years. So yeah, I got no, yeah, it's, yeah, I just, it's so much easier to take your dial and just go up or down for carry optics and PCC and keep the same length ammo, same everything, bullets, brass monkey, just everything works. It's just, it's pretty sweet. So now that I'm shooting the masterpiece arms, it's pretty sweet. I'm shooting my carry optics bullets. <laughs> I'm not, not going to yeah. say it. In it's not bad, dude. I'll tell you right now. I just say, Oh, look, I have ammo ready to go already. Um, compared to starting to go back to another bullet and everything else. So, yeah. all right, Craig, go. Um, I really enjoy these stages. I thought comparing them last year, I thought they were way better. And also, I mean, I like them, you know, I like the fact that um, the zones, it didn't matter what zone you started or ended on. Like you, if you were down points, like you could, you had opportunities to make up your points with each zone. It wasn't like one zone was really point deficient. I think when you added everything up, they're pretty similar. Um, so I, I, I enjoyed this match better. Now I, I do kind of like being able to start anywhere, you know, and all that. We could talk about each stage, but, you know, there was a lot of four start positions and stuff like that. But I think overall, man, I I, I thought that they did a really good job with the match, you know, with the actual stages. I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job. I have not a lot of complaints about that. Go ahead, Christina. We'll get deeper uh, into the conversation, that, but. That was, I've, I've been going to national since 2019. That was the best national so far, as far as design wise and everything. Um, they leveled up. They didn't have one stage designer for the whole thing, so that helped. Um, when we took, he didn't uh, design all the stages this year, so had some help from some other competitors. Uh, so I think that was good, not having the same, same stages all the time. They were very challenging in the right ways. Uh, zone one, uh, a lot longer distance, a lot more running. It was way harder than I thought, and it should be hard. <laughs> it's nationals, like, and you know, and the other stuff. I mean, it just gave. There were some options in there. There were different challenges, different types of movers. They really did a great job. That was the best stages I've seen at national so far. Jason. I, I'm going to agree with everybody else. I've shot every PCC nationals going back to 2020 when they did the standalone match. This was definitely the best stages that I've shot. Um, not exactly my particular flavor. I do like a little more running gun action. This was, as Craig mentioned, very positional, a lot of technical shooting. Um, you know, CMP's got its limitations with the the limited number of bays, and obviously they have the you know they got doubled up bays in almost every zone, so that kind of stinks. But I think this year they did a much better job with those doubled up bays than they've done ever in the past. Most of them were just filler stages to get to a, a certain stage count, and this time each little stage tested you in a different way. So um, definitely enjoyed the stages this year for sure. I, I oh. one what, go ahead, Christina. Also, I'd say they only had one standard stage. I'll take one. That's okay. <laughs> I don't want three. Three is way too much. Like, bleh, bleh, just well, they 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 did have that other they did have that other standard shoot uh, um, that was like the popper and steel race stage six, I think it was. Sure, sure. But that was you know that was a more challenging stage than uh, that one was cool. Most, just most, most people gave it Right, and that's what I mean. Is like you 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 really you really. That uh, on that type of that type of stage, it's even more vital to go one for one on the steel, or it's just eating up way more time than it would otherwise. So, yeah. What made no, that like a good it. stage was it it had steel and it wasn't Virginia count. It did have a weird start position though. Yeah. That was the most yeah. ridiculous. Uh, actually, let me rephrase that. I 
I actually liked it because I understood how to do it. Corey yeah, you, and so I shot on the same the squad. <laughs> so he was doing like the Taliban squad. Oh, yeah. Corey oh, was first. <laughs> yeah, Corey was first. So he did the old standard one arm down, the gun down, hand, you know, like a lot longer of a draw. Oh, yeah, I just like put the gun on my shoulder floor. and just held up, my yeah. wrist above my head or whatever I had yeah. to do. And I just dropped my gun into the paper and I was like, Oh, this is cheating. Like, this isn't even <laughs> yeah. fair. Like, this is stupid easy. Yeah, it was, uh, I mean, I, I already had that in my head because I think yeah. like two years ago, Bill Duda with his Go Fast Don't Suck Postal match, he had a both hands over shoulder start position for all divisions. And it was I the same thing, with, there the, like that. Same thing yeah. with the PCC. Like, you just got yeah. up with it and then yeah. just raise your stuff up like that. So, like, yeah. it was like Bill thought he was going to like really stick it to us. And it was like the easiest thing ever. I just think it's hilarious when we have, when, you know, a lot of ROs will complain about gaming. And then you give a yeah. stupid start position <laughs> that you're going to game the shit out of. And it's like, huh, you just literally gamed yourself. Like you just, the opportunity oh, I to showed game. you. Oh, no, you didn't with a 37 draw. Thank you very much. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, yeah. You kind of messed that one up a little bit. Um, it's just kind of interesting. Uh, but I was like, as soon as Corey went up, he was on the, like in the box and I'm like, oh shit, he doesn't know. And I was like, I can't say anything because I don't want to mess him up. But I, and it, and I'm like, I can't say, and then he does it. And I'm like, dude. So then I go, I think I was the first one to go after him or whatever it was or second, whatever. And he, he goes, dude, that was so much faster. And I go, I, I wanted to tell you, but you already, I didn't know you were doing it. I thought you saw it. And he's like, no, I didn't see it. And I was like, oh man, I would have told you for sure. Um, That was a good stage. Again, that was, it was one of those things where you you have to understand those stages and it, it was kind of this is where i know i've changed as a shooter because my focus wasn't on steel at all my yeah, focus was, was on that paper because i'm telling you i watched people sling yeah. just absolute garbage at that paper and i was like all right well if i miss a couple pieces of steel and have makeup shots as long as i'm getting all alphas on that paper i'm going to have a good chance at winning this stage that's exactly where that stage got people. Three Charlies yep. was a death sentence on that yeah, stage, yep. no matter what. So I was. shot a Charlie just on the stupid line. I was like, "You son of a!" Like I, I just pushed a little early on the trigger, like left or early on the exit. So I was like, "All right, cool." Well, my issue on that stage ended up being I shot all the steel down. When I got back to the left steel, the big steel was still in the way and I didn't realize it. And I shot over the top trying to hit the, like the nipple of the left one. And I shot two extra shots at it because I was going, uh, and I was like, what the, Oh, I'm, I'm shooting at the wrong steel. <laughs> it's like I was aiming higher. Cause I was still seeing the top of the big one going down. So uh, other than that, I, I think I ended up placing pretty good on that stage. One good thing about shooting in zone one on day one was you knew that that was the hardest zone, right? Like we already knew that was the hardest zone. Yeah. I ended up uh, fourth oh, yeah. overall on that. I had one Charlie. Yep. So the best part about that stage for me personally was I knew, or in general, like that zone, I was like, all right, if I shoot this well, everybody else is going to come in here and suck. Right. So if we set the tone, that was something different. Also, Corey and I shot together at this match on the super squad and it's a different, it's a different level. Like it's, it's pretty awesome. Like, I'm not going to lie. If, if your goal is not to be on the super squad, you probably need to make that your goal because, um, there is something, there is something to be said about when everybody there is a killer <laughs> and there is not a single slouch on this, on the squad, right? Like not everybody shoots. Well, don't get me wrong. Like not everybody's crushing it, but when you know, at any point that a Charlie could make you fifth or sixth versus first <laughs> it's like holy shit like you can't screw around like you got to be locked in at all times it's a different experience for sure um and you don't get that feeling outside of that squad you just don't even if you're shooting with other really good shooters you you understand that the the tone is set on squad one or squad two whatever the super squad is they set the tone of the match it's um, it's a pretty badass feeling, let me tell you. So it will, I will definitely be coming back for next year for sure, uh, for the Super Squad because it's it's something that I, I live for that moment. Like I walk, I was watching, the, I was like stepping back a little bit and like 
fuck yeah, I'm here. <laughs> like, I was like, I can't believe I actually made this squad. And then as bad as I shot in some areas, I was like, all right, I stayed on the squad. So it, you know, it was, it was interesting to shoot as bad as I did and to step back and still never not be happy or not proud of how I shot. Cause I, I shot like shit. Um, but to step back and go, okay, I'm still good enough. Even at some of my worst to still be on this squad. So it was, it's an interesting feeling. Cause it's not, a. I don't know. I'm not happy. I was pretty pissed, honestly, like to walk up and get my ninth place loser handshake with a trophy, which is absolute horseshit, by the way, giving participation trophies to 10th place is shit, but I liked it. it was Overall at nationals, man. Overall at, nationals, at, nationals. at nationals going to 10, I feel like is reasonable. I think that's okay. Um, yeah. I think that's okay. Um, I got yeah. a question for, uh, Corey, you shot Super Squad. What do, what do you feel about that? How, how'd you like it? I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I didn't think I really deserved to be there when I looked at oh, who else, you know, was around. I, I scored well at the area matches, and I think that's why they selected me. But um, it, no, it was a lot of no, fun. No, 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 no. You, you made that match. squad because of how you shot the year before. Exactly. Yep. They didn't yeah. just yeah. pick you out of a hat, dude. You yeah, made yeah. top 10 last year. So you absolutely oh, earned I got 11th last year. Okay. Okay. So, so it's top 12. It's top 12. Yeah. It's top okay. 12. So, so being 11th, you suck by the way, cause I was 10th this year. So you, I know what you feel like it's right. terrible. It's a horrible feeling, dude. It's awesome. Seriously. Like I'm hard on myself. So, but the fact that to be at that level, I think there was how many 350 shooters or 450 shooters? How many people did we have in uh, in PCC? There wasn't 450, obviously. Uh, 156. Um, so 156 shooters, and you were 11th last year, whatever it was. And, and this year, what what were you this year? 21. Okay, still, right? Yeah. Like still, yeah. I had 156 shooters. Like I'm hard on myself, so but I'm not going to be hard on you. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> no, so, and I, I and I watched like you shoot. Average this year, but I, I, but I, I watched you shoot. Ability. Say that again. I'm sorry. I, I I shot below my average this year. I wasn't up to my ability. That's how I feel. But so, where do you think you dropped off? You know, I. It's hard to say because I didn't feel – I felt like I was really behind on my first day, and then I crushed it on day three. And when you look at the scores, it was flipped. It was the opposite. So I'm, like, not assessing oh. myself right right now. I'm not sure exactly what, what it is. I think I was maybe too conservative, really tried to hunt for alphas too much. I'm not sure. Um, I think that day three fits what you're used to shooting, too versus day one which are massive stages right like like area matches let's let's be honest you're probably going to see more of zone three than zone one for your area matches right. yes so that's right. what we see right your your, your base sizes aren't you're not going to see those massive 32 round stages most of these people most match directors don't put up massive long range like 25 average target shots stuff like that. So like a, a good example is stage four was an absolute ass kicker of a stage, right? Mm -hmm. That, that is a stage that I would usually get my butt kicked in because I would try to shoot it too aggressively. Right. And I, I sat back and watched that stage and I was thinking, how many times have I actually shot a stage like this at a major match? Not very often, right? That had a lot of running <laughs> that had a lot of accuracy based um, it reminded me of an Ipsic stage yeah. where all the running created accuracy was the, was a priority. Like it always is. Everybody right. says, Oh, you know, you got to get your, you don't, you know, you got to be, you got to get your hits. And well, obviously, but you still have to be fast. Right. But you needed to be fast from spot to spot there. Does that make sense? So but like how many that's times you see I that though? The best was in zone one. Right. And that well, was there's more So. There's know. more points there, you think, or no? I mean, there's definitely more points there. It's pretty much yeah, the same. I just mean, like, a, a, relative a, 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 to everyone else. So, I don't know. It's hard to say why. I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think your mention of Ipsic, Tom, is pretty spot on. For every large field course they had, you were running to every spot on that thing. So, like, stage yeah. four you mentioned, that was like a six-position stage. And, yeah, you yeah. just don't see that very often. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That was actually Man, one of my I favorite stages. Not stop moving my feet on that stage i'm like watch my video and man that dot's rocking when you're 
freaking targets all the way over there and I'm like guys just stop I watch my video I'm like just stop Christina like I'm like taking extra shots because I'm just like I mean you can't even and I you can't even see my gun moving in the video but it was like in a big way because those were hard targets and I'm just like I did not stop my feet I just wanted to keep getting some inches there and it was not beneficial I stepped into that first shot in the port with like a .08 bump fire two alpha and shot the whole rest of the stage that way. And it did not work out. (laughs) (laughs) I think there was only, I think there was only one target. It was that one. And I think the one on the far, far right. Everything else was was average of 18 to 20 yards on that shit. I know that, uh, that stage, what's that? Even a big steal is still yeah. far away. Yeah, you really yeah, couldn't was, even move on that. I mean, there wasn't a lot of I, movement on I, that stage. I, I tried to walk out of that corner. I went three for three on steel. The problem is there were four pops. Four for four? <laughs> <laughs> I did not go four for four. Yeah. So the last one ate my lunch big time. I didn't move until I got to target no, uh, steel number three. So I left on the last two steel, and I shot them mm-hmm. really fast until I got to three and four. And then I went, yep. I got to three, and I was like, all right, one for one, bitch. Boom, boom. And then I was already on my way out. So it worked out. I actually ended up winning that stage high overall. Yeah. Um, yep. I, I watched you shoot it. What was the, uh, the, oh, I remember the one thing. I actually think I posted that video. <laughs> Afterwards, I didn't turn my hat cam off. I was so tired. I looked at uh, Brian Harrington and I go, man, I ran my ass off. <laughs> I was breathing so heavy. I was like, this is crazy. What the hell? I mean, you don't do that a lot. I mean, I, I'm a 15 second burst dude on the stages, right? Like that was a 23. I think that was a 23 second stage or something. It was crazy long for how, how far we had to run on that thing. Yeah. It was 23 second stage, 2370. So is what I ended up running it in. It's uh, it's crazy. <laughs> That was a, that was a long ass stage. I just kept running and I'm like, all right, all right, you got to slow down here. All right. You got to run hard again. Now you got to slow down again. You got to run hard again. You got to slow down again. Um, so I I'm interested in the port on that stage. So Corey, did you shoot the port also? Yes. I, I stepped into the port so that I could do the big, the longer run. Yeah. Okay. And then you ran to the right running to the right. So I shot the port. Then I shot, the steel then I, so i shot my way into oh. the right and then i ran the long run gotcha oh okay just because but, i didn't want to have to stop coming back dragging my gun twice uh, right. i felt like that made more sense i don't know why but yeah as, a, as, a, right, as, a, as a right-handed shooter I, I agreed with that yeah um christina did you shoot it the way i we talked about it or no yes except for the moving part okay so what do you mean? Because you moved in, so you moved so, and shot. So I just, uh, yeah. Uh, well, so I just, I did stay still on the steel mostly, but when it came to that, probably one of the more technical spots of that was shooting everything in between the steel and the port. Yeah. And I just didn't pick a spot to stop at. I just kind of kept finding my way to the next target and moving the whole time. And that, I mean, my gun was hopping around i i think i got two deltas on that stage that, with me that's why shots. i like that's why i like going from that port to that spot because you basically ran from the port to the edge of the wall and that was the spot where you could see all three of those targets and if you were going to try to find that oh. spot coming back from the corner it was much harder than if identify where you needed to stop at yep it was yep. And, the, and, and, and the shooting and I, area had got very narrow right there. yep yep so i ran it i ran all the way to the right after i shot the port Mm-hmm. I originally was going to shoot the port and then shoot that right side completely different. So the, I, when I first walked it, I was like, man, I'm going to run to the right. I'm going to shoot the port. And I was like, well, then I don't have to come back and hit this spot perfectly. So I'm, I'm not going to shoot the port. I'm going to run all the way to the right. And I was like, all right, now I have to hit the spot perfectly. And I was like, if I have to do that, I want to eliminate it. But it was really nice for me because I didn't shoot that first. So I had an opportunity to kind of shoot that towards the end. I shot, I think I was first or second on the stage before that. So I didn't shoot that till the end. So one good thing, and I don't, I've only made one mistake at this match when it comes to following stage plans. I didn't stick to my guns on one stage plan and it went terrible for a reason because I didn't follow my plan. (laughs) Um, I, I followed somebody else's plan, but on this, I was like, all right, if everybody shoots this port, 
then I know I'm safe to do whatever I need to do here. If I choose to shoot the port, I could now I know it's not going to cost me any extra or extra time to shoot the port first, right? The only other option would have been to do it differently than everybody else, but I didn't really like it to do it the other way. So everybody shot the port. So I was like, sweet, I'm just going to stick with the port. Shot the port first, ran to the right, shot both paper from the corner so I didn't have to turn my body. Then steal, steal, steal on the move, the last two steal, which set me up for the hardcover. The problem was, is the hardcover kind of set the tone for that position for me. Originally, I was going to shoot and move all of that on all of those targets. <laughs> when I had to come in and shoot four shots at the hardcover target, I was like, okay, stop stopping. And I ended <laughs> up with one Charlie on all of those far targets. Now, the, the four shots came from the first two where I have no idea how bad those were because my body was still crashing. Like I was still trying to land. It was a very odd position. Like you, if you wanted to shoot the hardcover, you could shoot it probably four steps before you could see the other two. The problem is, is if you ran too far, now the hardcover is covered up by the wall. So it was a very interesting like position target position that they really thought that went out. You could tell it wasn't just a, Oh, we're just going to hide this here. They were like, Oh, you keep going, buddy. You know, keep running. You're going to screw up. I guarantee you somebody skipped that target. Cause it's pretty easy yeah. to, to miss. So I started shooting and my first two shots on the move, I had a good hit on the first one. And then the second one was like at least two to three inches, either in the hardcover or up too high where I thought it was a mic. So I was like, all right, settle down. And I stopped. And then I shot the rest. I had one Charlie on all three targets. And then I just continued shooting the stage. I ended up with three Charlies on that stage. Just, I was really focused and settled in on that stage which was interesting because I had shot a mic on the stage before that. I think that was our second stage, right, Corey? Uh, well, we started on stage two, so that would have been a third Okay, stage. so that so that was our third. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Oh, that's right. <laughs> stage three is the one where my bolt slid forward and threw me into a no-shoot. So I did have a penalty. So I was like, I'm not going to I'm not gonna mess this one up. <laughs> mag uh, two issue, penalties yeah. in a row there. Yeah, it was a mag issue for sure. So, but, uh, so Craig, how did, you, how did you shoot stage four? I shot it. Um, you know, I, I drew on the uh, the port, just thinking I can haul ass to the right, and I and when and I'm running back the other way, I wouldn't have to stop and you know like everybody else like. So, but I, I shot it the same way, kind of you you did. I shot the paper and then shot the steel and and, you know, I had issues with that hardcover. You know that that little array, like you said, it was a really good, you know, interesting way they set those targets up. Um. You know, I came in on that hardcover and shot that, and I lost about a second and a half just shooting. You know, I had one in the in the in the black. You know, and then if I could, um, I was thinking about it. If I could do it over again, you know, you're, you're stopping that position anyway. I would have ran to that spot, stopped, and and you know, entered in on open paper, open paper, and then ended on the hardcover instead of shooting the hardcover first, where I'm still kind of moving a little bit because my first shot was in the, in the black. And then my second shot was, was in the black. So I had to, you know, you just, you know, kind of settle down and then shoot two good shots. Whereas opposed to, you know, maybe coming in on the open paperwork where it's a little bit more forgiving. You know, I think I shot four Charlies on that stage on that stage. And then we can discuss like uh, my last target. One of my last exiting targets was a hardcover. I shot Delta Mike on it, man. And that was a learning experience for the, for the match for me. You talking about where the hardcover target was in the far front left corner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, um, no, like uh, when you're when you, yeah when you're in the far left corner, uh, and then exit. You know how we shot it, Tom. Like going when you're about to run to your final position, you're leaving on that hardcover. Yeah. That's yeah. the one I. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. So that's why yeah. I didn't leave on it. So I want yeah. I want to talk a couple of things about like strategy on how like just this stage alone, how my strategy kind of like my thought process. I don't want to leave on a hardcover target behind a barrel in the shadows of Alabama. <laughs> Unfortunately in on this range, there is some great shade on the backside of the range for tree cover, but on, uh, you know, again, that also covers up car targets. So you'll get this shadow line over a target when you're yeah. standing in the sun and that target was buried behind a barrel. Not that yep. you couldn't see it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the target was illegal or anything crazy. Oh, you could see it great. Yeah. You had the whole but thing. You can't see the hits because it was far away and yeah. it's in the shadows. So now you're not getting like sun coming through the holes or yeah. you're not really getting a visual confirmation like you would on a 10 yard target. 
So I chose to shoot it standing still, then move forward, or I moved forward from the far left corner. So I, I guess you can yep. see this on the screen here. I came up into this. Uh, can you guys see that handprint? I'm assuming. Yep. yep. Just barely. It's small. All right. But yeah. All right. Cool. So there's a, I stood here in the left corner and then I shot the far back and you'll see here, there's a left target. This is not the same um, yeah, setup. It's, it's similar. It's yeah, very similar, a... but so you would, you would had to stand kind of a little bit off this corner because I'm shooting a rifle. So yep. we'll get into hitting walls. Cause I did some of that, this match. Um, <laughs> so I shot the back left corner here and then moved forward to shoot that the target that would actually right. be here in this corner, the yep. hardcover. So shooting on that, the open. right. Yeah. It's yes. And then I exited on the open target that allowed me to not exit quickly. I would exit on the wide open target. Now <laughs> I never plan for a mess up, but guess what? I got to see when I entered the next position, the same open target I exited on. So now if it didn't go well, I know I can make up a shot on it and I'm going to be even closer to it and shoot it if I needed it. But I used it to settle myself down because I know how I am as a shooter. I want to move. I want to be aggressive. And unfortunately, most of nationals, you don't get to do that. It's run, stop, yeah. shoot, run, stop, shoot, which at this point, I'm fine with because that's all I practice now. <laughs> I'm not practicing moving and shooting anymore. I'm just going to focus on what they give me at nationals. I'll throw a little bit of moving and shooting in here and there, but I mean, that's kind of what I do. So now I'm going to change the way I practice. All of my practices have been run, stop, shoot, run, stop, shoot, run, stop, shoot. I'm working on entries and exits period. That's all I focused on. And yeah. My accuracy showed it at this match for sure. It definitely showed it. But I do think oh. that middle array where that hardcover and the open open were there, the after the steel, I should have I should have came in on those on the open targets and then and then you know I disagree. I disagree. You should have just not moved, period. You should have ran to a spot, shot the hardcover, and then started moving on the open target. The problem is is you're trying to move and shoot on everything, and that hardcover sets the tone. If you mess that up. Now everything else is messed up. So you have to, you, I, I personally was like, I'm going to start moving on this. And then I was like, you know, this isn't really working too well. I'm going to stop and just hammer down and get, get my hits. I just yeah. don't well, no, think I didn't it move was, on it. Uh, but I, right. I was not settled coming into that right. hardcover, which. So the problem, the other problem is, is exiting on that hardcover. What if you miss? You don't I know. know. Again, you're know. You're back so to, it's not worth it. At least yeah. you've got an opportunity to call that shot after you transition. Like, ah, I didn't feel right. I'm going to go back to it before I exit. And yep. then you got another opportunity. That Those are the targets that absolutely murder you at these matches. <laughs> yeah. The crazy part is I didn't have a single mic on one of those easy ass or those hard ass targets. My shit was on the easy stuff. <laughs> Yeah. God, I suck. Anyways, okay. Next. Anybody want to bring up a stage they loved? Yeah. I liked uh, I like three. I like stage three. Stage three was good. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be run so you many like, you, different you, ways. You, you liked it just because it was a Da Vinci stage? Ooh. Um, oh, no, that Christina, one, that only one. Christina <laughs> would jam on that one. Yeah. Oh. I liked it because, it, dude, oh, I, I literally it. saw four or five different ways to run that stage, man. I thought it was an excellent stage. Yeah, excellent yeah there were a lot. You, you could definitely mitigate your risk on those uh, moving targets, uh, depending upon what order you decided to take the stage. So, yeah. yeah, it was definitely interesting that way. You could have gone forward. I saw people, you know, shoot everything from behind. Uh, just some people go right and then come, you know, just all. That was, that's just a great stage, man. Just a great stage. And I and I shot a mic on it, <laughs> but I still I, I I thought it was a you know really good stage. This I got it dealt on each of those movers. This is a good opportunity to talk about the four start positions at this match. So this match had every single stage. Wait, wait. Almost. <laughs> I think Almost. stage eleven is the only one you started wherever you wanted. Which guess what? That one had a lot of <laughs> options. You started, everybody started in a different spot there. That was, yeah. that was an interesting stage because yeah. you could have three or four different start positions and shoot all of the same targets as everybody else. Right. It was, it was very interesting on how that stage worked, but it was one step left, one step, right. One step forward, one step back, depending on what they chose to do. Right. So it was interesting yeah. how they, 
Like that stage had so many options, but it wasn't like, oh man, this is the one. I think most people shot that pretty consistently, however you ran that, which made it a good stage. So there was never a like a clear cut, oh man, this is definitely the dominant way to do it. Nope, right. Yep. It, it it came down to execution on that stage on that stage. Um, but yeah, that one of the things that I liked at this match was that even though they forced you to start in positions that you actually were able to make decisions on what you wanted to shoot. Like you didn't have, you weren't forced to do the same thing that everyone else did. Stage four yeah. was a good example. Starting in the port, don't start in the port. Run, don't run. Run left. I mean, there was a lot of options to, there was a couple stages where you would start on, you could draw and shoot or run and shoot. Whatever. There was a lot of different options, even though you were four start positions. Most, I, I agree. Most fixed start positions, feet on X's, outside, inside, whatever, they end up feeling like an IDPA match because there's only one logical way to shoot it from that spot. Right. So yep. yeah, no, I mean, definitely uh, well done in that regard here. Christina, did you have anything? Did you, uh, any of the start positions that you were like, I wish this would have been a, uh, a free flowing stage, start anywhere stage? You know, I really can't complain about that. Uh, I thought it was, it was mostly okay. And it's definitely what we've been used to all year, right? <laughs> yeah, year, we do, yes, year, you know, yeah, very true. That's pretty much what, what it, what everywhere does now. So. I thought it was okay. I, yeah, I really can't complain. I mean, they could have taken that away and maybe people would have pretty much done some of the same stuff. Well, and I think somewhere on like stage, uh, was it stage four, the big one? Yes. That, that we've been well, talking about this whole time? Yes. Yep. Right. Like, like, I'm glad they made a the middle. Now you're going to have to run yeah. some more. That one started right. anywhere, so, I mean, but it's, way less interesting. Hundred percent. So in some of the ways, it made it better. The only stage that I th I think could have benefited from a non-four start position was stage eight, which was actually a pretty simple one. Uh, you started heels on at the front of the shooting box. Yeah. Which the right. stage ran fine as it was, but it gave it only one real logical way to shoot it. I mean, whether you go left, yeah. you know, whatever or what, however you want to arc the front of the uh, whatever it was, four targets. Uh, that varied from people just based on their preference, but almost everybody ended up at the exact same spot just because of the way that start position was. Um, so that was really the only one at the match that I think the four start position didn't really give a lot of options. Um, that wasn't the bobber stage, was it? No, this one was all paper. Okay. It was like the that second, was the stage, stage that in, in that was the B. stage you never talk bad about because I did good on it. I had all alphas on that stage and I won that stage. So <laughs> that stage was perfect the way it was. No. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. All right. All so right. I um I I agree with you on that stage for sure. I walk that stage. I'm kind of really crazy in my head. I walk that stage five different ways from just the start position, depending okay. on where you stood on that fault line is there was different ways to attack that, that front position, but I ended up just going with the standard start on the draw on the, go to far left, draw on the first one, move across shooting all the other targets um, versus stepping in the middle and then taking one step to the left and then opening up my hips. It just, it didn't, yeah. there was too much wall and too much like the holes on the ground at that point were bad. Yeah, that, so I was like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm like, I'm good. I'm just going to shoot this one, get so, my butt inside and run. <laughs> a, a, a funny story about that, which I left me scratching my head. And I, I was actually on the stage with Justine Williams and she did the exact same thing. It's like, we all walk up, we read the stage brief because the matchbook never matches the right. the actual brief, right? And it right. said, uh, heels on rear, uh, heels on outside. So we're like, okay, so it's so it's at the back and, and whatever. So like, we were all trying to figure out where the best place to start was. And then when we looked at, you know, actually read that next sentence that said heels on forward fault line we're like oh well this makes it easy there's nothing else to you know like there, there's only one way to go about this right um so what we're talking about so guys if you're said, watching the video is this front fault line up here is what well, you'll see at the very front where the the gap between the two walls that's where the fault line was you started there and this yep. actually stage is very very close to what it was uh, obviously the hard cover and stuff wasn't on it uh but this is very very similar to yeah what it was. So I'm actually glad they didn't put all that hardcover and shit on this stage that, that made that a very fun, fast, aggressive stage with, there was quite a bit of like disaster factor on that stage yeah. for sure. 
Like they had a tuxedo yeah. tucked in I behind the, the barrel. You hit the wall. Oh yeah. On I, the front I position the or what too. position? What position? Uh, the first position, the right hand target. I oh yeah. I did too. <laughs> I did too. Well, Corey, and, and, I did well, it too. And, yeah, yeah. And Tom, that goes that that goes back to that corner being dug out because yeah. you had to hit a perfect footing spot on that to have a yeah. good access to that target and be able to exit the, the position. Um, I had the benefit. This was my very first stage of the match, so it oh, wasn't nice. dug out at that point. But, um, you know, it was also my first stage of the match and a pretty fast one, so I shot it too conservatively. Right. My time reflected that, right? Because I was just trying to get out of my first stage without penalties and and set the tone for the match. And uh, yeah, but yeah, I really like. It was a fun stage, but point being, yeah. this was the only one where stage walking would have been far more complicated if it had been started anywhere. Yeah, that the um, I'm I'm trying to think. I think it's the yeah this stage right here. So this stage, share the day. One second, this stage right here. I liked this stage a lot. So this was the stage that man, and I'm telling you what, oh, the yeah. Super Squad. If there was a controversial stage with the Super oh, Squad, yeah. it was this one. Yeah. It was this really? stage right here. I mean, the super okay. squad were like I, six different plans. Yeah, I don't want to say anybody argued, but I mean, there was some serious like, well, it's more steps, and why would you do it that way? And it, oh, I was just like, I nailed yeah, was, that one. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. The, 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 so the, this 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 was one of my best stages as well. Yeah, I think I finished eighty nine percent on this one. Yeah, I don't even know. I'm trying to think how I. Uh, I'm thinking how I did on this stage. You were, you, think, were, you were fourth. You were fourth. I'm looking right. at it. So what killed me yeah. on this stage? was the last deal in the far left. So one thing that they did in this match that I haven't seen at a, at a Nationals in a while um, is I haven't seen them hide things like they did at this match. There was quite oh, yeah. a few hidden targets this the year. Cross, cross yes, and yeah. I really enjoyed that because it's not a memory stage, which is, those are, to me, I don't really believe in memory stages. It's kind of just... Yeah how you, you know, you just figure out how to stage flow and all that stuff. But it's like, I, this stage had so many, like, Ooh, you better look over there. Like if you go to a corner, you just better scan everywhere. I cannot tell you how many people did not walk the back of the bays. They just yeah. walked the fault lines. And I watched a couple people walk up behind me when I was walking stages and go, Oh man, I didn't even see that dude. And I was like, oh yeah, I, that's why I walked back there. And actually when I first got there, Craig and I were walking stages and Craig goes, Hey dude, you see that over there? And I go, I didn't even look. And I was like, ah, I better start paying attention <laughs> and walk well, my it, ass back there. It, it was definitely super tricky. This diagram doesn't, yeah. doesn't reflect it well because there yeah. were actually two poppers there on opposing yes. sides of the barrel. So you saw yep. a big popper on the yep. left front, left fault line. Yep that you couldn't see from the right, right fault line right. where you had to shoot cross base. So yeah, it was yeah. really well done. Yeah. I have the the benefit of like a, lo a lot of local clubs here, even indoor matches like to do a lot of uh, double port to port shots, cross bay like that. Uh. Where you have to hit a spot <laughs> and there's a super hidden target. So like right. I'm super used to that stuff. Yeah. How did you shoot this stage? How did you, where'd you start? Uh, I started squared up at the swinger. So, my, so I drew okay. to the popper. Yep. Shot the swinger. I think I double tapped the popper for a quick activation. Yep. Immediately went to the swinger. Um, came out to the uh, left side. So front left corner. Came yep. back. Came back to a spot at the top of the, like right in the middle of the bay and shot yep. those two hard, the two no shoot targets right there. Right. And then so there was shot, a no shot. shoot. There was a no shoot to the right yep. and no shoot to the left. Yep. Yep. So that was really the only spot that I had to hit on the stage, right? So right. like I came back to that, shot those two. I shot the two targets through the port moving forward. Right. Uh, entered on the open target that your cursor's at right there. Yep. Back target. So there was a double stack. Yeah, there was two. Though, so this target here were doubled up, but they were far, like, I don't yeah, know, 25, yeah. 30 yards, whatever it was. They were far targets. And then there was yep. uh, there was another target, which you, can, you can't see it on the diagram, yeah. but it is actually I, in the diagram. It was a hard cover. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if it was a tuxedo or just a right yeah. side hard cover to make. Yeah, it, it was a hard score, cover. But yeah, so, yep. so I exited on that one because it opened my hips up to get. So back did you out stay of that inside or outside? Did you run outside or stay in? I stayed in. People okay, ran around good. that thing. Yeah. Oh okay. yeah, a lot of people <laughs> ran like, around that thing. So so I okay uh, no, so, so I gotta yes. tell you, I don't I don't like giving bad plans to people. Like I don't like. Like I always try everything. So I, I was standing there and nobody, when I was round had ran out of bounds, right? Like had tried it. 
So I walked it and I ran out of bounds and I knew, I knew these guys, they were local Florida guys and I ran out of bounds. And then all of a sudden their stage plan had changed like to running out of bounds. I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa dude, listen, I'm not running out of bounds. I was just trying it. So if you yeah, want to run out of bounds, field. that's yeah. fine. I just was trying it. So don't think, Hey, this is what the plan should be. And I walked it and it was a foot long. It took one extra step to get there. So which would not have made me choose to yeah. shoot it or not shoot it. What kept me from shooting is, is now I was out of bounds instead of coming into a target inbounds. Yeah, you can't score. Like, yes, I can't score points out of bounds. Yeah. So that's what kept me from doing it. it. It's funny. It, it's hilarious. You say that shooters like at level ones and level, even level twos, they're like lemmings, man. They see one person run something and they're like, <laughs> oh, that's better. And they'll all bad. do it without even thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it was it's, so like it's like at, at, dude at local club matches. I'll shoot I'll, I'll I'll shoot you know last name Clark. So I often go I'm I'm topping the stack right. So like right. sometimes I'll run a messed up stage plan just to see who follows me. <laughs> Using those logos <laughs> of practice, baby. That's awesome. Yeah, that was uh that was definitely Corey. Did you feel like anybody on our squad, the super squad, tried to uh, give you bad information at all? No, no. I felt like if I asked someone what their plan was or anything that people had no problem sharing or, but most of the time people already had their plan and they were just kind of going over it in their head again. Um, there weren't a lot of people coming up with plans day of like I was. Right. Uh, so, you know, but I asked you a few times, Hey, can I walk, can I follow you? And, and of course you, you know, show me what you were thinking. Um, my plan on this stage didn't work out as good. I've tried to shoot my way in on both ways, which might move it on both those no shoots. And um, that, that bit me. I wish I would have stopped and shot the no shoot standing. But other than that, I pretty much took the same plan as everyone else. I think. Yeah. Um, the reason I ask is because when I first heard about, you know, super squad and all this stuff, and I have actually seen this and experienced this, unfortunately, um, where people will give you bad advice. They will try to give you a stage plan that they know is dog shit. And they were like, Oh yeah, try this out, man. Or like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. And then when it doesn't work, they're like, Oh, whew, at least I know it doesn't work. <laughs> you know. And then they just, you know, they go do their own thing. Um, we did not have that this year. I didn't feel it at all. I also, I'm probably a different shooter than when I used to get that advice as well. <laughs> so now I know what's bullshit and what's not. Um, TCC Super Squad guys are pretty laid back, chill guys, most of yeah. them. And, you know, it wasn't like a, I didn't feel like the open Super Squad where it's this cutthroat scenario. Well, and that's, I've not had that experience um, uh, with, the, with the bad stage advice. I find most shooters of equal ability, they, you know, hey, I'm going to share my plan with you and we're going to shoot the same plan and I'm just going to flat out beat you. And they take pride yeah. in that versus like that's having true. having to beat you through some, uh, uh, short Gimmick. shortcut, yeah. we'll call it, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, I feel like that's old school. That's the old school way, like, to do that kind of stuff. I hope, I hope so, They but, might still do that, but. Yeah, I hope so. But competitors, unfortunately, are competitors, right? Like, they just, you know, douchebags are douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that I, um, I, I found an interesting thing. Like, I noticed something very, I really paid when I'm I'm walking stages if I don't have my radio on I really pay attention to like the other dynamics of people shooting or how they walk stages and all these different things right like not not just just to kind of see like wow how much different do I think versus them um and it's amazing to me how many top shooters that try to talk you into their stage planned to reconfirm their thought process. <laughs> like I'm like aggressively, like that's like me coming up to you, Corey and going, Hey man, I'm going left to right here. And I, and then you go, well, I like right to left. You're like, listen, man, th that's pretty shitty on that side. Cause of this, this, and this, this side over here is definitely better. And it's just like, okay, dude, like awesome. Go get it. You know what I mean? Like, but I hate that. <laughs> right. Like I don't like that. It's pretty amazing to uh, to watch that dynamic, and it's a lot of them, right? A lot of them at the super squad level. You've seen that, Tom? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Interesting. So maybe it's because, and I guess I don't I don't look at it as a negative thing because the fact that somebody might have asked me, or quite a few people asked me about stage planning, is 
is kind of cool. Like, wow, okay, they recognize that I might know what I'm doing. <laughs> and they didn't just ask everybody. They just asked me. But it was just like, yeah, man, I don't, I wouldn't do it that way. You know what I mean? Like, I talked about this a, a few weeks ago about Area 8 when I was talking to John Vlager. And, and I was like, he asked me, hey, man, what? how do you feel like about me doing this or whatever? And I was like, oh, I'm going to do this instead. And he goes, I hate that. And I was just like, yeah. Cool. Like, but you know, the difference in John is John didn't try to talk me into his stage plan. Yeah. Right. He was just like, Oh, okay. I don't like that. You know, it's just, I, I, I hate that actually. That doesn't work with me at all. So it's like, cool. Like, but the, the reverse at this match was like, wow, like you're really trying to talk me into your plan. <laughs> it was just kind of a weird dynamic. Um, and it happened multiple times to multiple shooters that I watched this happen. Uh, not just come up to me, but to, they were, as they were having a super squad conversation, it was just kind of interesting, you know? Hmm. Um, yeah, it was but interesting. You think that, that happens at all levels though, right? How oh, many, absolutely it not. It doesn't matter what class they are. They're like, oh, this is the way only. Well, like, no, uh, you know, absolutely so, not. So, no, no. So like, I, I do this too. Like when somebody's asking me for stage planning advice, like, if you're just taking stage planning advice direct from somebody and they just say, this is the way, and that's the end of the conversation, that's not somebody you need to be taking stage plans from. If I'm giving you a plan, I'm going to give you the pros and I'm going to out outline the risks and you need to weigh that with your abilities and not my abilities, because I'm going to shoot it differently than you're going to do it. And if you're not comfortable with those risks, you need to shoot a different plan. Sure. I, I agree. So like this, this is a perfect stage. Like the one I have shared still on here. Um, this is a perfect example. This stage right here, the people that ran it right to left, it was a completely different feeling stage when you went right to left. It was very choppy in my opinion. Hated it. Hated it from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So I said, I'm not running it that way. Well, guess what? Before I shot this stage, <laughs> um, before I shot this stage, I had someone talking to me about their stage plan. And I almost changed my stage plan, not on this one, but on another stage. And I was like, you know, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to stick to it. Um, well, guess what? After this stage, I didn't stick to it and I bombed it. I bombed 11 <laughs> because I didn't stick to my plan. Um, I actually bombed 11 for two reasons. Um, one, I talked to Craig the night before and I watched him shoot it. And I even told Craig and Craig shot it well. And I said, God, I hate that stage plan. Like, I hate the way you shot that. And Craig's like, yeah, I, mean, I just, I don't know. I liked it. So I, I ran with it. I said, okay. So then I sat down and I talked to Max on stage 11, you know, the national champ, seven time national champ. And I'm like, you're going to shoot this on the right. And he's like, yeah, man, he shot it exactly like Craig did. And I was like, all right. And I, so I, I kind of, we got into a conversation. I was like, why, why are you shooting it like this? And he goes, well, this mitigates some of the risk. I don't have this. I don't have that. And all these other things. So I'm like, all right, all of that makes sense to my brain. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to run it like that. Yeah, I just didn't execute it. I mean, it's still my execution is the problem at the end of the day. It's not the stage plan on that in that scenario. But because I hated it from the beginning, my chances of execution were probably going to be pretty slim <laughs> because I just hated the freaking stage plan. It didn't allow me to be aggressive. It didn't allow me to shoot the way I always shoot. So I was like, and, and when I walked away from that stage, I was like, that's it. I will never ever do that again, ever I, from now on. And, and I'm telling you, the reason I say this is because there were at least five stages before we got to a stage 11 that everyone else ran different than I did. And I still either won those stages or had a damn good chance at winning those stages. So I was like, why did I just allow myself to get talked out of my own stage plan? It, you know, between the combination of it worked for Craig and Max was shooting it and a couple other guys were shooting it that way and they were successful or, you know, really close to winning the stage. It just, I guess I just kind of lost myself on that one. So I learned a very you valuable lesson. You should have stayed in the house with me. You should have stayed in the house with me. And then you would <laughs> yeah, have seen me been... on your stage plan. <laughs> and then you would have been yeah. like, oh man, yeah. let Christina run it. I could do that yeah. too. Then I would have walked up and I'm like, oh my God, this is the greatest day ever. I'm so glad I stayed with Christina. <laughs> yeah, Tom drinks a lot when he's with me. <laughs> <laughs> the house of partying. I'm good. Oh, thank you. Oh my god. That was it was not. It was not. There was drinking though. Yeah, okay. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. I'm not old enough to drink yet. 
So I don't, I don't drink a lot, but, uh, I did drink at nationals. I was pretty upset with myself at nationals. That's pretty bad. Sounds like my Carolina classic. Oh, how was that? No, it wasn't good for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Um, I actually was shooting. I actually was shooting a good match and had a a rare ammunition failure that uh, uh, kind of took my match for me. So, uh, those are the worst. So, so uh, yeah. And then I, I actually volunteered to staff that match because I haven't worked a match this year and wanted to wanted to uh, do my part. So, uh, shot staff day and then uh, uh, had a few cocktails. And had to be mad a whole time about the whole situation. It sucks. That's the worst. Um, <laughs> Still angry. <laughs> okay. Do you have any um, anything else about stages? Like any other stages you want to talk about? Hold on. I don't think we ever finished the favorite stages. So, Corey, give me your favorite stage. I'm having a hard time remembering. I shot the Carolina Classic last week, too. Um, so, um, I like the stage that had the drop turner on the, the front right. Um, Eleven. Okay, I guess yeah. we're talking about 11. Yeah, that's already. 11. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. the one time I was just talking about. Yeah. So let yeah, me get it up I, here real quick. I really quick. like that stage. That was fun. That was that a tough stage for me and Christine. Too. We started, that was our first stage of the match to start. Uh, first up, I had to show y'all yeah. how to do it. Per <laughs> usual. <laughs> oh, I didn't yeah. suck. I didn't suck. That's awesome. So I got the stage up on the uh, on the video if you're watching it. Uh, this is actually not that inaccurate, finally. Uh, this yeah, is pretty, not that inaccurate at all. It's pretty close. Yeah, that, um, yeah that's pretty. There's on the no far right-hand right, side, instead of a so. swinger, on the far right-hand side here, you'll see there's a swinger, and there's actually a drop turner there. So it drops yeah, that's twice. that's the only different thing. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, no barrel. So it didn't work out in my favor because I sucked it. So what happened on this stage at the end of the day – um, and I went back and kind of went through my brain, like how I shot it and everything. It Take away the stage plan part, right? I never pulled the gun in one time. This is the only time my fundamentals fell off on a stage. Um, I went to war with everything, like not just one or two targets, but just everything. I, it just, I mean, it just wasn't, didn't go very well. So I was going to skip the drop turner. Um from the very beginning, I was going to skip the drop turner, no matter what. I uh, I knew it was going to be oh, two seconds really? faster. Oh, yeah. Any, uh, yeah, I mean, anytime, oh. anytime there's an activated target with only 10 points available, it almost always is beneficial to skip it. Almost. Until somebody connects. It was points. wide open when you're walking past it. I don't know. Max talked uh, about yeah. it. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about wide open while you're going past it. I'm glad you brought this up because this happens a lot, and I hear this argument all the time. Yes, it is wide open, Corey, but are you guaranteed two alphas on that target? Nope. That's the first thing. You're not even guaranteed the hits, even if it's wide open. It could close a hair set. Uh, you get a delta. You get two deltas. How much time is that worth? Right? Corey so doesn't now, do that. He gets all alphas. Oh, yeah. Corey never shoots deltas, mics, or or, oh, uh, or yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, if your I buffer system... Delta on one listen, yeah. you could be a billionaire if your buffer system could fix all inaccuracies. Does it do that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's still the shooter's fault? Yep. It's still the shooter's fault? That's bullshit. <laughs> this was a loaded stage, too, by the way. All right, so this stage wasn't it loaded? I feel like it yeah, was it was a loaded. This stuff. one was they, they switched them around actually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, don't don't follow the don't follow the uh, WSB at all. Just go off the picture is pretty close. So the thing with that is if you skip that, okay, I'm not going to say that you can't shoot it, right, Corey? Obviously you could. Max obviously shot it, but if Max would have skipped it, guess what? He would have already been shooting the steel in the front. He would have already been shooting all of that steel or the bobber by the time that other one dropped on its second turn. Makes sense. So you're yep. now I'm skipping that and I'm already getting closer to the last target and finishing on this stage while everybody else is just now getting it's to the steel. Shooting. Right. Yep. That's my mindset, right? I just would have loved to have been able to prove that, but I didn't <laughs> do well on the stage. So it didn't really matter. Okay. So hold on. My, my battery's going dead on my camera so uh, I can keep talking, but somebody take over. Um, yeah, so now, Tom, your point about the uh, the drop turner, what I saw a lot of people doing is that was a two-presentation drop turner, and most yeah. of the people, if they, mess, if they messed up the timing in that array, like, the only way to shoot it without 
any hesitation was to activate, take the two static paper and then do the drop turner. If you couldn't execute that, you were wasting time. Uh, and I saw so many people that activated, they weren't in the right spot, they weren't ready to shoot. And they were catching the drop turner on the second drop backing out of that position. And it was just a huge time suck. It yep. was terrible. <laughs> I watched so many super squad guys, or I shouldn't say super squad. I watched guys that were in front of us, the squad before, and they were just standing there waiting and waiting and wait. I'm like, oh my God, you should have already shot something by now. It yeah, was, well, and then they it was not good. Five poppers in a row and they yes. end up whipping on three of the poppers. Right. So that right. doesn't really work out. Right. So well, Tom, it's, thought, uh, didn't we, didn't we figure it out, Tom, where if we took off a little bit of time, it's actually quicker to skip it. Right. Then we, when we screw around. Oh, it's well, you mean hit, hit factor wise. Yes. Definitely yeah. better. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Tom Castro shooting Academy next level podcast. This is the end of part one. Tune in next week to listen to part two.